It's the next level. You guys having a good time so far? Yeah. All right, that's good. That's what we like to hear. How many of you guys are Legends of Tomorrow fans? That's what they like to hear. So you know what? I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to bring out my guests for this panel. I want you guys to make as much noise for them as possible. Please welcome to the stage Nick Zano, Matt Ryan, and Tala Ash. everyone. So I know we got two microphones for you guys, so we'll have to split them off a little bit. But uh, how has this great New Jersey crowd been treating you guys so far? Great. Amazing. Great. Yeah, Thanks for you guys out, are everybody. awesome. Yeah. My question is, what are the beaches like in Jersey? Because it's really warm and it kind of makes you feel like you want to go for a swim. Expansive? Interesting. Oh, expensive. You have to pay to go to the beach? Yeah, most of the beaches in Jersey, you have to pay. Really? Yeah. That's Unless crazy. you're the governor. Unless you're the governor. Unless well, you're the I governor. Mean, there, there's, that's right. I mean, there's some, like, there's, like, Brigantine Beach, I think. Oh, no, Brigantine, you still have to pay, I think, right? You still, you have to buy, like, a beach tag to be on the beach. Oh, right. So, that's how the cities make their money. Interesting. Cool. So, hey, uh, Tal is from New York. Yeah, right up the road. Oh, right up the turnpike. She's been bragging about it all day. <laughs> she mentioned it to me back behind the stage too. Nick's, so Nick's just jealous that he's not from New York. <laughs> well, I know we're excited to have all three of you guys here. Uh, just a quick reminder: if you do have questions for the guests, there is a microphone over to the left, left where our volunteer was waving their hand. You can line up behind the microphone, and we will get to those questions shortly. I promise. People already rushing over to the microphone. I love it. I, I wanted to kick things off, though. I'm a huge Legends of Tomorrow fan. I've watched it since day one. I have a podcast where I talk about the show each and every week. And one of the things I absolutely adore about your show is you just embrace pop culture reference like crazy. You've done shows that are similar to E.T. and King Arthur and things like that. However, this season, you didn't just embrace pop culture, you welcomed pop culture in the form of a cast member for a short period of time, that being Tom Wilson. I am a massive Back to the Future fan. What was it like working with Tom on set this season? Well, I think I spent the most time with Tom. And uh, I watched Tom be an absolute gentleman because I watched everyone wait for their moment to bring up their Back to the Future question. <laughs> So Tom and I be sitting next to each other like this, and I can clock one of our grips just waiting for Tom to put down his phone to come over and be like, part two was so much better than part one. 
and Tom was like super gracious and kind and then they threw in like a Back to the Future line of his and um, he was cool, he was up for it, he said it and you know some people don't do that and Tom was a great sport and we were lucky to have him. The make like a tree line that you guys yeah. did in that episode, I think I like audibly let out a moment of glee as like a, a kid who loves those movies. Also Tom is like a large man. He is. I've actually met him before. He is a very large yeah, man. Yeah, he's like a silverback. He's just like a huge <laughs> dude. And like <laughs> one day, Tom, I don't know why he said it to me. He goes, he was like, you know, I could, uh, I could fuck you up. And I was just like, damn, Tom. <laughs> I was like, what did I do to you? And then, uh, and then I sent him flowers. Oh, there we go. That makes up for it. Because at least it wasn't like a bucket of manure. Because that would have been interesting if that happened as well. Too soon. <laughs> And it's, what's funny about Tom, too, and I, I'm, I'm not meaning to make this panel completely about Tom, trust me, is I'm surprised you got answers to your questions, because he even has a song that he sings about, like, just answering questions about Back to the Future because he's so tired of getting them. Yeah, Tom's but, a deep dude. He's, like, he's emotionally sophisticated. And I think Biff, I mean, I hate to go on, like, the whole Back to the Future thing, but, like, Biff doesn't give you the impression that he's, like, deep no not at all tom is an actual deep dude so yeah it's like a yin and a yang he walks around with every day send this over to tom so he knows I okay nice i will do that him. he's a jersey boy too i think or no from philly i think he's local to the area it's not new york <laughs> it's not new york exactly <laughs> um one of the other things i love about following the show is that you guys are all known for posting pictures and videos on social media about the fun that you are have we, are we known for that well, I, are we known at all? <laughs> well, maybe not known for it, but I know that I follow it, and I know a lot of other people that follow it as well. Who would you say, and whether it's one of the three of you here or somebody else who's not, who would you say is most likely the biggest goofball of everybody on set? I have a person in my mind I think it might be. Dominic. <laughs> it's not Dominic. <laughs> So we can take away Dom. I mean, Nick, you're pretty, I don't know about a goofball, but you're I don't know. sometimes funny. I'm just happy to be out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you got to ask Matt. Uh, no, um, I, 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 everyone's kind of, um, it's a really fun set, isn't it? And everyone's kind of a little, little different. But I would say that uh, from my experience that uh, Nick and, uh, and Brandon are probably the ones that kind of, yeah, goof around a little bit, yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of the new boy as well, in a way, so, you know, I, I just, I'm just very good and toe the line and keep myself to myself and don't say much. Well, you also get the short end of the stick because you have to, like, perform your ass off. <laughs> like, we, Brandon and I hug each other most of the time, but then... <laughs> You gotta like cry and blood comes out of your eyes. And yeah. <laughs> kill the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speak Latin. Speak yeah. Latin. Yeah. The Latin's uh, fun. <clears throat> yeah. You mentioned Matt that you know you're kind of like the new boy to the set, but in in a weird dynamic, you're also kind of the veteran because while these guys, you know, while you're new to Legends of Tomorrow, you've actually played the, con the character of Constantine longer than the show Legends of Tomorrow has existed. So what's it, what was it like being brought to portray that character again, especially in this new dynamic with these characters? It's been, it's been great, you know, like, um, 
I, I love doing Constantine the show, and, and I felt like we were just getting the tone right of the show towards the end of the first season, the only season. And, um, and you know, in a way, like, I've got to thank, like, Arrow and Legends, really, because, you know, I'm still playing this character five years after my TV show was cancelled, and, and, and if I hadn't have gone on Arrow, that wouldn't have led to doing the guest episodes which I did with these guys, and then being asked on, on their show, you know? And, and, and I feel like, you know, Constantine, he, he's, he's the right kind of blend for the show as well, you know? He is a misfit, and he, is, uh, he does fit in with that. And I, I just, what I love about doing Constantine on this show is, you know, when you're doing your own show, there's a lot of heavy lifting. You have to, you know, you, you drive a lot of everything. And, and what's great is working in an ensemble where, you know, it's everybody's responsibility. And these guys have been at it for a while. So, like, I've been, like, you know, doing Constantine, but then, you know, there's already a well-oiled machine that these guys have been working in. And it's been lovely to kind of come into that and, and be a part of that. And, and there's such a great dynamic on set and everything. And, and that was one of the reasons why I was like, I really want to do this, is because when I met everyone in that first episode that I did, I was like, this, this, is, this is a fun place to be, you know? And uh, so it's cool. Yeah, I'm sweating. <laughs> we all had a team meeting. We're like, hey, guys. <laughs> Matt walked out of the room. And all the legends got together and we're like, okay, we all like Matt. Let's have him back on the show forever. Yeah, I'm really excited too that it looks like Matt's going to be sticking around for a while too. As, as oh, forever. Yeah. Forever. Let's make a formal announcement. You're, you're on Legend Forever. <laughs> There's this great line in The Godfather Part 3 when he says, as soon as I think I'm out, they pull me back in. And that's how I feel like with this character. Every time I think it's over, they get me on another show. It's great. And, and I love being on this show. So as long as it may continue, I feel lucky enough to be a part of it. So yeah. Awesome. Well, I know we have a bunch of people over in the crowd that are waiting to ask their question. So why don't we go to some of the audience questions for right now. Uh, just speak clearly into the microphone and nice and loud. Say your name and your question. Um, hello. My name is Jeff. Um, I just want to ask all the guests, the que all the people on the panel, if you guys were to control like one totem of Zambasia, which one would it be? Including you, Talia. I don't believe you like air. Wait, can you can you ask the question one more time? Sorry. Um, if you were to control one totem of Zambasia, which one would it be? Like, why do you think I don't like air? I love. Uh, I feel, I feel like, listen, I watch Avatar. Like, I didn't, like, mess with, like, Aang, like, being the airbender and all that. Like, I'm not an air dude. I'm an earth dude. Like, I'm sorry. I guess if I had to pick, I would, I think fire is more fun. I don't know. I like air. I like air. Don't lie. Don't lie. Also, my powers have been taken away from me, so I don't even know what I have anymore. For jo fire for Johnny, eh? Fire. And, you know, just... Fire. fire things and fire things like fire no death no death no, no what no death no death yeah yeah i think just johnny likes everything you know it's like a sexuality it's like sharks men women whatever <laughs> oh me uh fire fire just to piss off dom <laughs> i'll be like dom can you do it like this yeah Awesome, thanks for your question. Uh, next up. What's up, Legends? Uh, my name is Brennan Wong, and uh, my question is, and I want to address this to everybody in the room I'm at this panel right now, so I know that you guys are familiar with the upcoming series of Batwoman coming up, and especially that with Ruby Rose being casted as Batwoman and not a lot of people 
uh, agree with her being as bad woman, especially with them crapping on her too, like a lot. Uh, what is your opinion on Ruby Rose playing as bad woman? And I want to like know like like what your opinion is, especially that I want to see if you guys agree that what that you know Ruby Rose is a good choice for this role too. I just want to say it's a it's a very legend move for you to ask us about another show. <laughs> So I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> ah, come on. Just so you know, like Legends of Tomorrow has always been like Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and more. And we were literally the only one. I'm so not, I'm not trying more. to downgrade you guys. You guys are doing well too, especially that I love the finale of I this I think it's season. awesome Ruby, Ruby is uh, Batwoman, and if, you, if you're a dinosaur that doesn't like it, get over it. Yeah, I think the same. I think it's awesome, you know, like, and, uh, and I, I can't wait to, to see it as well. I think, that, I think they're shooting right next to us, aren't they, in the studio or something. So yeah. I'm sure we'll get to know those guys a lot. Yeah, we'll, awesome. we'll go over and tell you what we think. Yeah. I will see you soon, all right? We'll walk over, kick the tires. Hey, Becca. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> this your motorcycle. All right, all right. Why do you get a better parking spot than us? And <laughs> it's your first season. <laughs> Like I you, said, I'm not, guys, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to downgrade you guys. All right, you guys are doing. You've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys may feel like the redheaded stepchild of the Arrowverse sometimes, but, but there are some of us, myself included, who feel that Legends is the best show in the Arrowverse. <laughs> I think. Thank you. I think that has a lot to do with us becoming who we are. Is that everyone doesn't pay attention to us. We could kind of evolve into this place that we evolved to because no one really paid attention. And those who did get it and like loved it and loved us. And we all kind of like grew into this, to this thing. And I think that's because, uh, hell, we're the and more. Yeah. No. But the and more the works. The penguin just came. Stealing your spotlight again. Uh, all right, next question. Hi, my name is Betty. Um, I brought my friend here. We all have our. I saw two of you already. Yeah, yeah. you were in that episode, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't wear the t-shirt, but I was. That was the one when I put uh, Richard in the box. That's what you're saying. Nick in the box. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, my question is about the finale. I don't know if you can answer it, but at the end we saw the tokens. We saw Genghis Khan. Is there anyone else? I think you guys are calling the second chancers I've been reading online of the like bad doers within history who are going to get like that second chance. Is there anyone else that we can name drop? Wow. I mean, I, I don't know. I think like from my experience is like uh, we're always the last to know about kind of what's happening with the show. And, and not in a bad way sometimes, because it leaves you surprised. And I think every other show or, or project I've worked on, you can always kind of know where things are going. You know what genre you're in, you know what kind of style you're doing. With Legends, you pick up a script and you're like, okay, it was a, you know, a killer unicorn and now it's a fairy godmother. You're like, I don't know what's going on. And that's the surprising thing about the show. And that's, that's what keeps you on your toes. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just read the first episode of next season and, um, I can just read it to you guys right now on the phone. <laughs> no. Awesome. Thank you. No, no, we don't know. <laughs> they don't tell us anything. You you mentioned the surprising things that you guys get on the season. What has been one of the most one has one been one of the most 
interesting things you've read that has really blown your mind? Whether it be a unicorn or a nipple crawling across the floor. The nipple was surprising. <laughs> Opening the script and seeing that John Constantine was doing naked Tai Chi was like, oh great, I gotta go to the gym. Yeah, because you know, that was actually a fun thing to shoot because that was early on Tom Wilson. And yeah. Tom doesn't really know our show that well. And then he had to met Matt. And we had to walk into the library. And Matt just basically had his junk covered. And yeah. going through like what poses to yeah. block his junk behind a vase. Yeah, and what's funny is like they did a whole routine with me with that stuff, you know? And then they only keep in a tiny little bit. But no, I have to be like, you know, naked with just a jock strap on for like the whole day. And then I'll put one tiny little cut and it's like, yeah. But that was the moment when I was like, okay, I need to, uh, you know, stop eating burgers and things and try and slim down. <laughs> Anything else that sticks out in your mind other than things like that? I forgot the question already. Oh, in that case, we can move on. Oh, surprises. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, after Bebo, not, like, Bebo was like... <laughs> not gonna lie, guys, internally, when we read Bebo and we shot Bebo, we're like, I don't know if we're jumping the shark right now. <laughs> and we were all very unsure. But then Bebo worked, and then once Bebo worked, we're like, oh, anything goes. Like, that was like... Anything. We could have a unicorn bite a nipple. Sure. We could go on like mescaline acid trips. Sure. Like a nipple can talk and have an eyeball. Okay. Like anything goes. Thanks to Bebo. I, I just say as well, like the first of the, my first episode on on the on the show was like last season. Is like me walking along with uh, with Sarah Lance Katie's character and then seeing all these guys tripping out on acid because they've been yes. there and i was just like this show is bonkers like this is gonna be a crazy season and like seeing tala doing her like going her, i was just creased i was like this is great i love it that was fun that was like hey welcome to the show matt <laughs> dom has me in a wheelbarrow yeah. brandon's hugging a tree i'm like okay You're floating around in the grass <laughs> And didn't they all look so good in their hippie outfits as well? I thought they, they rocked, yeah. Awesome. All right, let's go to our next question. Hi, my name is Danielle. Um, so with the crossover coming next season, is there any, either because of the character or because of the person playing the character, person that you would want to see come on the Wave Rider to work with the team? know the answer to this um i don't know we we have we have we all have friends on the other shows so like i would love for juliana and rick to come who are here and who are delightful people are they here can we talk to them um yeah i i the crossover is fun just because there's that cross-pollination stuff but that's yeah, crazy because i've never done fun. a crossover and, yeah. and i think I think that I think the way doing it this year. I I don't know. I think I think we are, but but I mean, We're, yeah, we are doing the okay. crossover. <laughs> yeah, I'm always the last for now. But no, but like it's uh, I I don't know what it's like because we didn't do it last year, right? And it's, it's like crazy and fun. But there is a moment on like the last crossover we did when like everybody was on the wave rider on the steps. There was like 20 of us like all in our costumes there was a moment where we're like do we work at disneyland like, 
because there's a large population of grown-ups in costumes <laughs> on these stairs right now. But yeah, dude, bring everybody over to the ship. It's cool. All right, thank you. Next question. Hi, I'm Marina. Um, for the record, my husband and I don't think you're the red-headed stepchild. We say all the time that we think we, we love the way that the Legends just kind of steers into the skit of the crazy. It's honestly one of the most enjoyable shows on television. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so um, what, my question is about the finale. So we all saw that Nate and Zari were kind of starting up. Well, we saw the finale and we all cried. Well, I cried. <laughs> And our question is, do you think they're going to find their way back to each other in the next season? Yes. Um, you hear the fangirls, right? I just put in that out there. Well, Are we going to find our way back to each other? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, I don't know. I just, again, I just read the first episode. I don't know what I could say. I, I can say yeah. that the finale, right before we did it, was uh, another Bebo moment where it felt weird, it felt crazy to be laying on the ground and having 40 people dressed as monsters and werewolves. While we sang a song with an ogre and a guitar. Yeah, so as Tal is like pouring her heart out in like a very emotional scene, there's... Har hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> and the hardest thing I ever had to do, not laugh. And... It was so bizarre and so weird, and we're just like, I don't know, guys. And then you watch the cut, yeah. and it's like sweet and beautiful and emotional. And I will say, for me, it was weird, and it was sad. Like, when everybody does the walkout at the end, I was like, this isn't, this doesn't feel good at all. Like, I, I don't... Um, to get to your question, Marina, I, I know that Dari is going to have had a very different life. So, I don't know. How does love work? I don't know. You're married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does, so hopefully, does love, love Matt will find says a love way. finds a way, even if you have a different life. I don't know. I think it's going to be fun to see. Maybe they'll hate each other. We'll see. Yeah. I think it'll be great. Thank Look. you. I love looking, working with Talis, so it's going to be fun. No, I just said a huge compliment to you. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go to our next question. Hi, I'm Jess, and I was just wondering, what is the funniest behind-the-scenes moment you guys have had? I know it. Say it. Right. John Cho. Oh my god, <laughs> this is the best. Do you have to tell it? Now? Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Somebody in our hair department told me one day that John Cho was coming to set. Do you, do you guys all know John Cho? John Harold Harold and Kumar, and Kumar, Star Trek, uh, everything. So he was coming <laughs> to set, and I was like, oh, John, I just happened to say, John's a nice guy. I campaigned with him once, literally one day, like two years ago. That's all, <laughs> but I had a very nice experience with John Cho. So then somebody else says, hey, I hear John Cho's coming, and you know him. I'm like, I campaigned with him once. He seemed like a very nice guy. That was it. And then I had to do a scene with Tala, Katie, and Jess. And I'm all beat up. Brandon just beat me up. And one of our PAs come over. <laughs> and it was like, Nick, um, John Cho's really sorry, but he can't make it to set. And he says he'll 
He says he'll reach out later. He and says, I'm, like, sorry, I'm, I'm not coming. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm not I'm like, I didn't invite John Cho. I'm like, did you tell Don, John Cho I invited him and he thinks he's coming to see me? And he was like, um, uh, and I'm like, what is happening here? So all I think about is John Cho somewhere is like, Nick Zano wants me to visit him on Legends of Tomorrow? <laughs> And then he's like, why? And then, and then the girls, of course, took that opportunity to just point and laugh at me and laugh. And then Katie saw John Cho at an airport and took a picture of him. Like a week him, later. <laughs> took a picture of him and started laughing and then had to describe to him what happened and why it's funny. And John didn't get it. But also... I couldn't be on set because the girls were laughing at me so much. So my stand-in had to be on my coverage because the girls kept looking at me laughing the entire time. I think you can still see me laughing actually in the tape. Yeah. I just you got know. beat up by my best friend and I can't keep a straight face. Uh. Any other funny moments you guys can think of? That's it. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, we'll go to our next question then. Hi. Hi, my name's Kim, and my question is for all three of you, and what was the hardest scene that you had to prepare for for season four? Naked yoga. Naked Tai Chi. <laughs> Meant to have to work out for two weeks. Me working out? I mean, come on. Uh, for me, it was the, the Bollywood, that entire episode, when I was like, was oh, excellent. cool, Jane Austen, I like Jane Austen, and then I was like, oh my god, a threesome, oh my god, and then, <laughs> and then a full-on dance number where they're like, you're, okay, you're, the choreographers are coming in, you're going into the studio to, to do your musical track, and I was like, what? Um, yeah, that was hard, that was a hard episode, okay. fun, but hard. Mine was uh, the Tom Wilson coffin scene because that was actually Tom's last scene before he left the show and we didn't know he was coming back. So for me, that was a rough one because like we thanked each other for the experience and then I had to feel him being dead and it was very heavy and it was just the worst. And that was probably the roughest. Okay, all right, thank you. Bye, Kim. All right, next up. Hey guys, my name is Ryan. Oh. Okay. It's okay, I got it. Thank you. Hey guys, my name is Ryan. Hey again, Matt. It's me again. What's up? Anyway, my question is, throughout the entire history of the Arrowverse, we've heard so many Batman references, and now we're getting a Batwoman show. So my question is, have you guys considered doing an episode where the legends go into the future Gotham City and encounter Batman Beyond? I think you should write to the writers, because that sounds like a good idea, but like, uh, no, I, I think that it's great that they're making a Batwoman, and uh, but, you know, all those things we have no control over whatsoever, I mean, um, but, but I think it's great and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a great idea, I mean, send in. Yeah, write it. I definitely will, thank you. Thanks, Ryan. All right, next question. Hi, I'm Anna, and me and my best friend, we love this show, and we just might overanalyze it a bit much, so I gotta ask, in the episode where Neron buried the legend in the ice, if Nate had died that episode, wouldn't Neron have broken his deal with Ray? Oh, that's an interesting point. 
Uh, it, it, when, when the avalanche came down on the Wave Rider uh, with Neuron and Neural, that you guys were stuck under the ice, if Nate had died, then the deal between Neron and Nate would have been severed because the whole deal was that he's not allowed to kill his brother. Oh, that's it. So if, if, if he had died, then that would have been severed and John would have been able to send him to hell. You're right. You know, when you're watching Legends, um, <laughs> hanging on to logic is not going to be your friend. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just not. We don't have enough time. But it's, you're right. You're right. You are right. We ask yeah. these questions also. We do. Um, we ask questions about, like, why are we not using our powers this moment? And then we hear um, something about the budget, you know? It's just... Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Budget. Thank you. Budget. <laughs> All right, thank you. Next uh, up. Hey guys, uh, my name's Brooke. Um, my question, I think I'm kind of stealing my question because I heard it at the Clexicon panel. Um, they asked Katie and Jess, what would you guys do for National Bebo Day if it was a national holiday? So how would you guys celebrate National Bebo Day? Bieber? Bieber. Yeah, I would surround myself with cocktails that are the color of Bebo. Mm. Mostly raspberry daiquiris and things like that. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably just stick blue fur to Matt. Uh, or like a Bebo candy floss. Get some Bebo floss. That's cotton candy for those Americans. <laughs> no, it's... It's, I'm with Matt, but I'm from Australia, so uh, I yeah. get you. <laughs> Actually, these should be things that they make, you know, like some Bebo floss and, you know, Bebo cocktails. You know, why not? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I see Bebo plushies out in the crowd, but I think most of them are homemade. Can I, I don't ask, think they've yeah, ever Can I ask this question? Them? Like, where did you get your Bebo? Etsy. Where? Etsy. Oh, Etsy. Etsy. What's that? <laughs> Oh, that's cool, because he looks real. I mean, not real, but like, you know, like, like the, the real thing, yeah. He looks CGI. Looks CGI. <laughs> I'm surprised DC and CW haven't jumped on that yet. And yeah, so we thought about it as a cast. I'm like, what if we just copyright and own Bebo ourselves? Yeah. And then we just take it to the streets. You'd, you'd make a mint. We'd take a Bebo to the streets. To the streets. <laughs> All right, we'll go to our next question. Hi, I'm Delaney, and um, what has been your favorite episode to film throughout the entire show? Um, I, I, I don't know. There is, do you know what? It's funny because they kind of, in a way, all blend into one when you're doing so many. But then, then there's these moments, and you don't quite know. Time becomes this funny thing when, you, when you're doing a show, and you're like, I, there's these moments. Like, that moment when I saw... Brennan hugging a tree, you know, and like and these guys all on acid was one of the most favorite moments of ever being an actor. It, it was, it was fantastic. And then there's been various other moments like that as well. Uh, so the, I couldn't say it's a favorite episode. I would say that there's these, just these moments that pop out of you. And I think that in years to come, whenever we go or, uh, in our careers, you know, those are the moments that you, you kind of go, oh my God, can you remember that time when Nick Zana was like doing that thing in the, whatever it is, you know? And, um, and I think that those are the moments uh, that, that 
that make the, the, the job like memorable. But for me, one, one, the first one that pops to my head is seeing all these guys and me going from the outside going, okay, I'm in, you know? I think mine was, uh, what was the, the Puppets of Tomorrow? Yeah. That one was because we weren't in the crossover, that we had like one episode to do whatever we wanted. And that's when like, like kids were completely unsupervised in making a TV show. Yeah, that was mine. Uh, I think mine was uh, the Groundhog Day episode. Here I go again. That is still to this day one of my favorite episodes of the series. I almost you killed you. It almost, I almost die a lot. Yeah, that was exhausting. It was fun. We, we were together a lot. It was sort of like the beginning of our... It was our first acting date. Yes. We got sprayed with a lot of things. Explosives. <laughs> here's, here's the thing you gotta realize. When somebody says to you, just open this box, put your head in, and then this thing explodes. And you're like, what explodes? Like, it's paint, but it's like children's paint. How fast does it come out? You'd wanna close your eyes, but you don't wanna look into the box and like close your eyes before you put your face over the box and it explodes. So that's... That was a dark day. I actually, I saw a side of Nick that day that I had not seen before. I saw, he's usually quite uh, lovely on set, but you, you went dark that day. I, yeah. saw, I saw the light go out of you your eyes. You put enough paint under my eyelids, <laughs> I, my fuse will get short. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, next question. <laughs> Hi, my name is John, and uh, I wanted to ask, if you had one episode and no DC character was off the table, like Shazam, Wonder Woman, Detective Chimp, who would you want to have a team up with? Zatanna. Yeah, John, you know, John and Zatanna, I think. Even though Zatanna is kind of a, a, a newish character to, to, you know, John and Zatanna came together in like the Justice League stuff, I think that. I think that everybody, including myself, who's read all that stuff, like, want to see, like, John and Zatanna, like, getting together. She's a magician who dresses in this very sexy outfit. She has the top hat and the tails, and she's gorgeous. I, I just heard it from the crowd. That was one I was going to say, a Swamp Thing as well. Oh, my God. Swamp Thing as well, yeah, of course, because that's where Constantine was born, was on Swamp Thing, so, yeah. Uh, I think, I think I'd want to be with Cyborg because I'm real-life friends with the actor who plays Cyborg. So if I could work with Ray Fisher, that would be fun. I like anybody who's like super proper that comes into the Legends world, like a Wonder Woman, who's like, plays by the book. Oh, and, and you just like came up with Wonder Woman out of all the... <laughs> oh, you're attacking choices. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, hello, hello. my name is Shane. Um, this is my first convention, so I was wondering, um, what's your favorite part about HVFF? It's my first convention too, Shane. What did you think about it? It's great experience. I love it here. You stay here. <laughs> Move in, there's plenty of space. Uh, this is it's my first great. one, and it's been awesome. And uh, the fact I get to do it with Tala and Matt was the majority of the reason I wanted to make this one my first one. And um, yeah, you guys have been awesome and very welcoming, and so thank you. Yeah, it's been really fun to meet all of you. Yeah.
right, next. Hi, my name is Haley, and the show has a really great balance of comedy and drama. So my question was, which which do you prefer to do, and which is more of a challenge, like the dramatic or like the comedic scenes? I think it depends on the afternoon. Right? <laughs> it depends yeah. on the mood. <laughs> it depends on the mood we're all in collectively. Sometimes we just feel like dicking around and somebody's got to cry. <laughs> or we're all in a bad mood and we all got to be funny. That's kind of... It's funny as well. It's like the, uh, a day, it's, it can be a long day on set as well. And you all get to that, that time when you get to like stupid o'clock. You know, when you're just like a little bit crazy. But uh, like I, I, I love doing both. What's great is like, you know, the comedy normally in Constantine comes from the situation and the seriousness of the situation. Like John's having his eyeball pulled out and he's sticking his middle finger up at the same time doing a wisecrack. And, th and that's kind of the, the, that juxtaposition is where the comedy happens. With Legends, it's a, it's a different kind of comedy and a different style. And it's been really nice kind of adhering to that and fitting into that and playing with that and watching these guys just do their thing and like, and having a laugh, you know, it's, it's so much fun. So, you know, I, I've always leaned towards the more kind of like serious, dramatic stuff, but, uh, but I like, I like, I love to play the comedy as well, yeah. Why so serious? <laughs> all right, I know we're getting close to the end, but there's only a couple questions left, so we're gonna try and get through all of these before we wrap up. Hi, my name's Liam. Um, on the subject of superpowers, one of the more comedic episodes a sci-fi show can do is when two people from a group switch powers and try to figure out how to get back to normal. If that happened on Legends, who would be the best swap to do? Oh, interesting question. Who would be the best swap of powers? So if there had to be a swap of powers between people, who would be... I would like to see Dominic Purcell in the Atom suit. <laughs> His neck would never fit through it. <laughs> I would see. I would like to see Dom with every power <laughs> yeah. available. Yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, oh, do I go? Oh. Hi. Next Hi, question. Hi. My name is Clara. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do offset? <laughs> uh, I like to ride motorcycles. I like to drink whiskey. Oh. I like to jump out of airplanes. Sounds like a Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I, I like I like uh, motorcycles and uh, and uh, things like that. I like hanging out with my friends because I would get to see them like seven months a year, going on a trip with them, doing stupid, dangerous stuff, and then going back to my kids and being safe and sane. Nick also likes motorcycles, don't you? I do. I do. I had a good time in uh, Hurricane Utah. You guys should go. It's epic. Listen. There was a hurricane it. in Utah? It's a town in Utah. <laughs> you can literally get whatever you want in Hurricane Utah. Same answer as Matt. Good question. Alec does like skydiving. For real. She does. Okay. Thank you. All right. This will be the final question. Yes, I'm the final question. Hi, final question. Hi, um, my name's Brian, and I was just wondering, um, this is actually for Matt, and I was just wondering, be, with you playing Constantine and being who he is, 
I've always had this question for a long time, so I was wondering if you could resolve it. Um, when the hell are we going to get Dr. Fate in? Because we saw a Dr. Fate Easter egg in the pilot of your show. Uh, it's a good question. I know that on the original show they wanted... Uh, the, the reason and why it was planted there in the pilot was because they were going to bring Dr. Fate into a season two if we ever got there. We didn't, unfortunately. And but um, then they did tease it in... in well, and also being from what your character is, I think your character would be a perfect um, person for the cause of it. Bring in all of other characters like Dr. Fate and where is Swamp Thing? Because I think you would be perfect to get Swamp Thing. Oh, wow. Well, Swamp Thing's apparently doing, a, he's doing his own show at the moment. And, you know, we, we meet up every now and then and we have a shot of wheatgrass. And, uh, you know, but uh, no, th those are great characters. And I think that, uh, you know, it'd be great to interact with the, those characters across any, any part of the DC universe. And, uh, yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So I started this panel talking about the love of pop culture that this show has, and we've seen a bunch of different elements of that. Going into this fifth season, if you guys could request any element of pop culture to enter into the show, is there anything you would want to do? Whether it be a movie reference or an, a literature reference, anything like that. That's a good, that's a, that's a good question. Way to go deep on the last one. Sorry. My favorite, one of my favorite uh, uh, moments was seeing Tom play the guitar to the Minotaur. So to have Tom playing a guitar at any point or, you know, Nick playing the same song in an episode would be uh, wonderful for me. Although that's got nothing to do with pop culture. Yeah, I don't know. It still works. I think it works. It works. Yeah. I don't know that this is answering your question, but I wanted a, a fully animated episode of Legends. That would be really cool. Apparently animation takes a long time though, so I don't know, we're gonna get it. But you guys should tell them that you want it. Our show is perfect for our cartoon. It is, it really is. So, so everybody get online and together. Yeah, we'll, everybody tweet to CW and DC to get that going. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you guys for joining me Thanks, on guys. stage. Thank you for all your great thank questions. Thank you guys, you're awesome. Thank you, New Jersey, thank you. Make sure you go to the booths, check them out, stop by. Thank you so much. Cheers, guys.